Trivia, the episodes where we test our design knowledge and try to give a little more insight into our day-to-day -day work. My name is Kaylin Lord and I'm one of the graphic designers here at Odia. On today's episode, I want to start with some of the building blocks of design and help you understand more of the whys of what we do, or maybe just answer some of the questions that you've always wanted to know the answers to. Playing with us will be Patty, our president, and Sue, one of our project managers. Let's Put you guys on the spot. We're ready. Ready? Ready. Question one. When it comes to your company logo, there are many different ways that it can be created. But what is the gold standard file format to have for your company logo? Is it A, JPEG, B, EPS, C, PNG, or D, TIFF? I say, can't remember which one it was, B, EPS? EPS, do you know why that's the correct answer? It's got something to do with the fact that it's a file that can be manipulated as small or as large as possible. That's correct. It is a vector file format. You might have also seen AI or SVG. Those are all vector formats, and you're going to want that just because it's going to be the most flexible. And also, if you have EPS, you can always save it out as a JPEG or a PNG if you need it for web or print. AI is what? Adobe Illustrator. Illustrator? What's, what's the other one you said? EPS, which is Encapsulated Postscript. And then the third one you just said was? SVG, which is Scalable Vector Graphic. I don't see that very and often. And that is used on web. Okay. All right. We, yeah. don't, we don't usually save ours. When we give out like brand asset packages, we don't usually do SVG. Is it very common? Um, I would say somewhat. Okay. It's, it would be good to have on your website. Okay. They're small file sizes, and no. they're good resolution at any size, big or small. And they're also very easily editable. So if you needed a color change or elements rearranged, it would be very easy for your designer to go in there and just make those quick edits versus a JPEG that would be flat and would be harder to manipulate. So that's why you often will ask Sue as like the project manager when we all get logos from a new client, oftentimes they'll send us, what do they send us, Sue? PDFs. Uh, PDFs or JPEG. Which can also have vectors in them. So PDF also would work. Okay. So we both won that answer. Good job. Next question. Question two. What is the preferred color system to use when it comes to branding? A. Pantone matching system, B, CMYK, C, RGB, D, hex. Buzz B? I'm no. sorry, that's unfortunately the wrong answer. The correct answer is going to be Pantone matching system, or you may have heard it referred to as PMS. And these are more preferred over CMYK because the colors are already pre-mixed. So when you go to a printer, you're going to have a greater level of control over your color consistency, and it's always going to look the same. And then once you have those designated colors, you can do conversions to the RGB, which should be red, green, blue for web, or CMYK, which is cyan, magenta, yellow, and black, which should be another print. Which are the, the four colors that are mixed for, like, when you hear yeah. four-color process. Right. Right, Kaylin? Yes. Um, so, 
for folks who are listening, the Pantone books are those color strip books that you see yes. oftentimes if you've gone to even like the Home Depot or Lowe's to get paint, you'll often kind of see them. Um, Kayla, why is there so many different PMS books? Like I don't so think I've ever understood why yeah. there's like, cause there's, there's not just lot. one book, right? There is a lot of different ones. Yeah. And the two main ones that you're going to see for this kind of design is going to be coded and uncoded. So it'll be a number followed by a U or a C. And the uncoded is for uncoated paper that you'd be printing on and the C would be coated paper. So like if you look at the books, the same number could look a little bit different, but once it's printed on the paper, it would look the same. Got it, got it. So that's why there's yes. so many different books. And the coated is a little bit shinier, so that's how you'd be able to tell. Question number three is moving on. You are adding images to your website. What is the best image resolution to upload? Is it A, 72 DPI, B, 96 DPI, C, 150 DPI, or D, 300 DPI? Ding, 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 ding. Patty? I say, as small as possible, A, 72 DPI. 72 DPI is the correct answer. And for those of you out there that are wondering what DPI stands for, it stands for dots per inch. So the less that you have, the bigger the dots are going to be, and it actually reduces the size of the file, and it will be a lower resolution because you don't need as big of a resolution for web images. If you were going to upload higher resolution images, it's going to significantly slow down your website. And that's going to drive away visitors because nobody wants to be sitting there waiting for your website to load. So when you hear have that like, you know, kind of like almost scrolls down the screen as a, mm -hmm. as a photo is loading, yes. that means it's just too large. And that's of too a... big of an image. You need to optimize, shrink down those files. Does that 72. change too? Kaylin, the standards that some of our screens have gotten kind of bigger and as like, especially Max has gotten to, what are those like the retinas? Has there been any push to take that? that there's still the same resolution, it just there's more pixels. Okay, so the display is just more of the issue than what we're loading? Yes. Okay. Okay. So those are the moments when low-res photos are fine to use on website. Yes. Perfect. So the, like, it would be for high retina, you would do something that would be 500 pixels by 500 pixels, you would do 1,000 pixels by 1,000 pixels, but it would still be 72 dots per inch. Got it. Got it. So you need to be concerned with a couple different things when you're dealing with the larger format screens that some of us are living on. Yes. Got it. But still a low res, light as possible file so that it loads fast. Yes. Which then? Not only do your users like, but Google likes from SEO because you're loading mm -hmm. fast. And site speed, we do know, impacts SEO. Totally. It all connects. I know. You guys are so smart. I'm so proud of my team. We've been doing this a few years. I know. Some of us. <laughs> More than others. <laughs> okay, on the flip side, question four. This will be the final question, you guys. Say you get asked to send your photos to your designer for your company brochure. What is the best image resolution for them to be able to print it? Is it A, 72 DPI, B, 96 DPI, C, 150 DPI, or D, 300 DPI? Buzz. Uh-huh. D? D is correct. 
to maintain sharp and professional images when printed. 300 dpi is going to be the most generally accepted size and anything less is going to appear blurry. Also, besides print, which you deal with so much, it's also those of us who are on the media side when your media uh, publication or even digital anymore oftentimes will ask us for high-res photos. When they say high-res, they typically mean 300 dpi. Um, and then they'll convert it if they're going to use it on the website or what have you, but they always are asking for the highest resolution so that if they do take it into print, yes. they can use it for, for that. Hey, Kaylin, has it changed at all from digital printing versus offset, which is more the, the press printing? Do they both still need 300 dpi no matter what? Yes, they both definitely need 300 dpi. Okay. So even though we're going more and more towards digital printing and it's impacting and yes. getting better and improving so much um, than it was in the early days, it still has to have that 300 dpi. Yes. Good to know. Well, I'd say we did pretty well. Yep. I, think so. I agree. What was it, 75% correct? <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. Next time we'll aim for 100. There needs to be a bonus question in there, I feel like. So next time, next round for Brain Lava, we'll have a bonus question on yes. the trivia. Um, as always, if you guys have topics you want us to cover or have questions you want to ask any of our team, including our design team, just send an email to hello at teamodia.com. Or, of course, you can always find us online at www.teamodia.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for playing.